people growing up in urban places, sometimes they never leave. Yep. It depends also on your parents, how you travel, how you move. But if <laughs> it made us laugh sometimes if we heard some, some stories from, uh, from the US where they asked children, how many legs do chicken have? <laughs> and they told us six, not us, but they told six, six legs. Because the chicken wings come, or the, the, the legs comes in, in packs of six. In today's episode, I sit down with Antoine Denkos. Antoine is a German national living in Bangalore as an expat with his wife Vanessa and their three children. He's a social worker, a counselor, and of course a dear friend of mine. In this episode, Antoine shares how much our childhood, compassion, independence, exposure to nature and animals have shaped our character as his childhood was shaped. And if we were to replicate them for our children, what life experiences should we be thinking about? How much independence should we give them? How do we educate them about responsibilities to family, to society, and to our world? And how do we connect them with new people and new cultures? In this episode with Antoine, we got to discuss this and many more things that were heartwarming to listen to as a fellow dad. So lean back, listen, and enjoy my wide-ranging conversation with Antoine. Morning, Antoine. Why don't we start by just you telling me a little bit about yourself, you know, how you're in India. So uh, my name is Antoine. Um, I'm in India now for almost um, uh, one and a half years. My wife is working here in Bangalore. And um, yeah, I'm in, uh, on parental leave since uh, almost um, two years. In February, it will be two years. And um, before we came to India, um, I worked in the development aid in the DRC, Congo. Yep. Yep. And um, yeah, I'm most, most times I'm working with uh, young people between the age of uh, maybe eight and uh, 28. So it's a wide range, yep. but everything that is considered as a young, right. not child, but young, young adults, young. Yep. And um, yeah, that's my basic work. So I'm a social worker. That's great. And of course, here you've been busy um, with the two children, right? Yeah. Taking, taking care of the children. Yeah. And uh, it was like, I think for everyone, COVID was a crazy times yep. because uh, when it first arrived, we were in Berlin. So we wanted to, to come to India, but um, then then all flights were cancelled because nobody knew how, how this is going to, to end. And yeah. uh, so we were stuck in Berlin for, I think, six months. Wow. Yeah, just with our suitcases and ready to go to India. And, Unbelievable. <laughs> and with the three kids, like, in a, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really challenging times yep, yep, yeah absolutely. I think for everyone not only us because we were in special situations but right. no nobody knew how it's going to be that's L- right luckily for us for our family I was on parental leave anyways yeah so it was planned that uh, that I will stay at home for right. at least one year I didn't want to go for two years but uh, it turned <laughs> out it turned out to be two years then right right well great uh, I'm uh, hoping you're enjoying your stay in India and uh, it was great to be able to meet you and your family. And we obviously talked about uh, parenting, which is mm-hmm. a common thing we share. So why don't we start by you before your parenting journey? Let's talk about your childhood and your parents. Where, where, did, you, where did you grow up? And tell me a little bit about your childhood. Yeah, I think for our Indian listeners, I have to 
<laughs> like specify a little bit where I'm coming from. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I grew up in uh, in uh, Germany, in the southern part of Germany, in Stuttgart. So many many of you might might know this city because of Mercedes and and Porsche. It's like their headquarters, and um, yeah, it's kind of a really uh, rich city and with a lot of possibilities also for young people. Both of my parents are um, social workers. Oh, cool. So, uh, but my mother is from France, my father is from Germany. Yep. Both of them are social workers. And I basically, I grew up in the city in a, in a, in a project uh, of my parents. They were building up in the late 70s, 80s. Um, this new idea came up that you can have like um, bringing people that live in cities back to nature. And young people uh, giving them a sense again uh, what 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 does it mean to have to, to to have like horses a cow or in the city in the city because we know like people growing up in urban places sometimes they never leave yep it depends also on your parents how you travel how you move but if <laughs> it made us laugh sometimes if we heard some some stories from uh, from the US where they ask children how many legs do chicken have. <laughs> And they told us six, not us, but they told six, six legs, because the chicken wings come, or the, the, the legs comes in, in packs of six. Wow. Yeah. So, so there is a disconnection, which I think it's, it's for cities like Bangalore also, it's a, it's a thing. Yep. There is a disconnection between nature and, 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 and the people and the products they eat and they consume. Yep, yep. And so this project was meant to bring young people back to, back to nature and give them the opportunity to, uh, to experience like what is... What is it take, taking care of, for example, also of an animal? Right. Because humans used to live with animals for thousands, thousands of years. So um, people are really used to have animals and, and treat animals, and especially the part of taking care. Yep. And uh, for a lot of uh, young people, uh, this was a really important thing to have something to care about. Right. Especially if in our modern days, if, if your parents are uh, away all the time, they had, they had something they could care about. Yeah, and they yeah, can. It, teach, it teaches you how to care for someone else. Yeah, right? and they can learn it. If you don't have it at home, still you have a place where you can learn it. Because yeah. not everyone has the same same uh, setup. <laughs> same setup at home, yeah. and yeah. especially from. Uh, although it's a rich rich city, of course, there's a lot of poor people also living in there. Sure. So and they have not the possibilities to go out on weekends for I don't know a holiday trip on a farm or. Right. Yeah. yeah. So they basically they stuck where they live yeah. most of the time. So yeah, this project was built up and they helped, helped it build up in the 80s when I was born. So um, I grew up a lot of, lot of my time. Uh, I grew up in, in this project and it's basically, it's like a farm in the city. That's amazing. They have like an, an area, a big area. It's called Youth Farms and was basically it was founded by, um, by parents first. Yep. And then uh, the state saw a good opportunity to professionalize it. And so they they gave some responsibility to social workers, and so they they built it up. It, it didn't start like sure yeah with a lot of money or right. stuff. So it was mostly was built up uh, by by manpower from people, women and men that were interested in in, in pushing forward those those. And you grew up there, right there in that. Yeah, I grew up there because my both parents worked there. So I was uh, I was most of my time when I was young. I was in. In, in this project and um, the interesting or the, the good part was also we did a lot of um, outdoor experiences like canoe, kayak, 
like going climbing, hiking, I don't know, like they try to, to make it possible for everyone to have right. these experiences. Right. Because of, if, you have, if you have a lot of money, of course, you can do all these things. But if you don't have, you don't do. Right. You need a car to go out to some places to do it or, yeah. I don't know, to go uh, to experience, um, yeah, some, some different things, going to swim in a lake if you don't have lakes in the city. I mean, uh, you cannot do it, right? Right. And um, yeah, all those things. And so I was in a lucky position. And of course, there were a lot of young people around all the time. There were a lot of uh, volunteer workers there all the time. Right. So I had always someone um, looking after me. I have a lot of nice pictures, like <laughs> sitting on a tractor, driving. Uh, That's cool. And uh, yeah, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, growing up with, with a lot of other kids. How's your, like, were your parents, uh, I mean, I'm sure they were busy, but did you get to spend uh, a lot of time with your dad? You know? Yeah, they were, they were, they were both there. Yeah. So still, I, they were not away, so they were around all the time. Of course, they had to do their stuff, but sure. they included me in a lot of activities where it was possible for a small child to, to be in. Because, of course, you cannot do all the activities, like for older ones, sure. you cannot pass it. But you can still look, you can be around. It's <laughs> So it's um, yeah, it was a great experience, I think. And, um, of course, when I grew up, then it came to... I think kindergarten, I wasn't a lot in the kindergarten because I had my kindergarten on place. Right. But I had preschool. And then, of course, in Germany, after the when you turn six years old, um, you're going to, to, a, to a regular school. Yeah. So, but still, after school, I also still went there. So right. I was in school and afterwards I was there. So I had a lot of possibilities to experience my parents. Right. I think I was in a yeah in a lucky position. How was your dad? Like, was he strict? Like, he lets you do your thing and he gave you independence. How was his uh, style of parenting? I think he had both because, of course, he had to structure an organization. Yep. So I experienced both. I experienced him was also very structured and very strict for some things, but most of the time for me, I have to say, I had um, I was free. I could do whatever I want. That's great. Most of the time. And mom. Also, also the same, the same. She had maybe a little bit less of the restriction part, <laughs> yeah, because right. she, she she did also did not run it like him. Sure. But um, yeah, she also worked there and had her. She was working. She was mostly also involved in. They do, did horse riding for the for the children also with disabilities and and lots of different things. So this was her her field. That's amazing. Yeah, and um, yeah, I, I saw them both, but. I would say this this was a time also in the mindset of the people yeah. where a lot of things changed. Like yeah. the 70s, maybe this was a little bit the, the wilder, freer thing. But 80s, then it get, got a little bit more structured. Right. Then everybody thought, okay, how can we change the system to make a, a better living for, for everyone right. in the society? So, uh, yeah. And I think I grew up with uh, maximum freedom. I'm sure that shaped you as who you ended up becoming as an adult, right? Thinking about possibilities and... Yeah, there's, there's always a good and a bad side, right? right. It's like if <laughs> someone is too strict or is too free, yeah. it, it can turn out in, in both ways. So, uh, of course, you have another... I think it puts, in, in one way, it puts more pressure on you. Right. Because you have all the opportunities. It's, it's what a lot of young people experience today also, right? That's true. They have... All the opportunities. Now, yeah. now it is not easy. You know, when your father was a carpenter, you knew you would become a carpenter. <laughs> right. And if not, you would fight and become something else. Correct. So it was like one way or two ways. Yeah. 
Yeah. But now if you have so much, so much ways and yeah. so much possibilities, so much information, yeah. it's not only the, the possibilities, but it's also the information. information yeah. Yeah? What, what do you turn in? That's true. That's a good yeah. point. So we, of course, my generation that grew up like this, I have it with, with friends also, we have also this, this thing that, that we were free to do what we wanted and we tried out things. For, for example, I did the opposite of my parents first. I was an IT, uh, IT specialist. <laughs> so uh, it's also kind of freedom, of course, eh? IT and yeah. uh, internet and all these things that came up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was in the, yeah, in the, in the, still in the beginning of, of all those things. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, first I did this. So it was also the, a little bit of the opposite. It was nothing to do with social work. It had nothing to do with what my parents did. So because uh, you wanted to go, you always want to go against uh, in the opposite direction, right? I don't know if you want to go always in the opposite direction, but you have to find your own thing. Right. Yeah. And this makes it this makes it today, I think, a little bit more difficult. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, what I experienced with friends, for example, because I come from an automobile city, let's say, yeah. they all knew they're going to work for Mercedes. They want to work for Mercedes. Yeah? So it was clear if you finish school, you go and work for Mercedes or some other car company that is related to, to these big companies. Yeah. yeah? So they, it was still really clear for, for most of them. So, but if you don't want to work in that, you have to find your, yeah, your way. Yeah, your way. What, what, what you're going to do. Right. Yeah. So it helped me in, in a lot of ways, I think, especially of uh, critical thinking, because you had a lot of, a lot of possibilities to think about stuff. Um, but, but what my parents also did, we traveled a lot. Right. So when I was young, I had the chance to travel a lot already. So I was... Uh, in Germany, beyond Germany? It was more beyond Germany. It was yep. also a little bit in Germany, but most of the time we went... Um, I think in, in this time it was still Yugoslavia. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. it was still not, not, um, not separated. So um, we traveled those places like in the southern Mediterranean, like Greece, like the different islands, like, like the southern part of France and uh, Spain. And That's nice. Also some, some more far, far off destinations like uh, Mauritius, Réunion, those things. So right. I was in a happy position to be able to, to travel like, like young. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Tell me about, uh, now let's move to another phase of your life, right? And I know you, um, you met your wife in, uh, in Germany or in, in, where'd you meet your wife? Oh, I know her from school. Got it. Okay. So it's a long time. So uh, when I, when I lived in I Germany, sweethearts. <laughs> it's like, like a long story. So, um, yeah, it must be now it's like uh, around 20 years ago. That's yeah. Great. She was in school in, in my best friend's class. So when I went to, to this, because I wasn't on this school, so, but I went regularly on, on this school to see how he is doing and how, <laughs> how, right. how people are doing over there. So, um, yeah, it was, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long story. It's a great story. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, we almost, uh, married like, uh, yeah, nine years now. That's cool. And, um, yeah, till now let's move to your, your. Parenting journey, right? Mm -hmm. Tell me about the, the, the moment when you experienced becoming a father. I was um, 28 still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because my son is born on the 6th May and I, 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 I'm on the 7th May. So he's born on the 6th. So um, I was still 28 when he was born. So you, 
Your birthday is 7th and he was born on the 6th May? Yeah. Wow. I mean, my father is born on the 8th. Holy moly, that's incredible. So, yeah, if he gets a son and he is born on the 5th, then we have a line. <laughs> the four on the line. Um, yeah, but it was 28. I, I was, I think, considered still young in, in Europe now. Yeah. Because none of my friends had children at this time. Right. And still a lot don't have now. So, right. so yeah. Um, but I knew I wanted children. So at one point you have to, to have your children. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was, a, it was crazy, of course. Uh, we just just finish both our studies and uh, or specializations yeah. and then you you move together and then you have a child and uh, it was like yes yeah, a little bit of sorry surreal yeah i think but but for most of the people i think because before you lived without a child and now you live with a child right you know? so uh, but the first time my wife went on parental leave got it the other two times i went but the first time she went and of course it changed a lot because people around us were not in the same mode. Right. If, how, if, how did the routine, like, how did you, uh, did you sort of, I know we all learn along the way, right? You never get trained on how to be a parent. No, not at all. Uh, how did you guys figure out the, the routine? Did you, did you share all the responsibilities uh, right away or you kind of grew into it? How did, how did that happen? The first one. I think... For everyone, the first child is a special child because you don't have any experience. Right. Maybe if you're growing up with brothers and sisters a lot and you have really younger sisters and brothers or aunts or nieces, or I don't know, if you grow up with a lot of children in the household, maybe this is a little bit different. Right. But still, you are not responsible. Correct. I think this is the main part. Yeah. You have them around, of course, you know how to live around with children and stuff, but you don't have the responsibility. And this, I think this changes a lot. So you're super careful with the first child. You don't know how to do this, how to do that, how yeah. to, you know, you experience, you're learning on the way, as you said. Yeah. But still, there is this like you're not anxious, but but you don't don't know a lot of things. Right. So it gets special treatment, special attention, and I have read also. I know about it a little bit. Of course, that makes the first child always in a special position. Correct. Because it gets the most attention. Yep. You know? Obviously, because it's the first one. <laughs> and if it's the only one, it gets his whole his whole life. It's a whole other story, yeah. But it's another story, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was yeah, it was a, it's a great experience. We to return to your question, we shared it in this way that um, of course my wife was on parental leave, so I had to work. Got it. Yeah. So I wasn't at home, but uh, when I came back uh, at home, it was clear that I have my my responsibilities. Like she was like, I need a break now. Right. I take over. Even though, even though after work you're also exhausted, but exactly. yeah, yeah, staying at home with a child is, you never had before, it's also exhausting. So yeah, yeah we figured out most of the things together. Got it. Yeah, yeah I remember the uh, same thing happened with me uh, when we had our son leave. I used to go to work and we needed work and uh, exactly the same. I came back home and I, I had to take over mm -hmm. because she was exhausted. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, if if you know it, you know it's like it's like teamwork. And if you're a lucky position, you also have your grandparents or or your in this case your parents, but I mean the grandparents in place or yeah. or other people that help you out. Right. It, it depends how. But in Europe, as you know, like it's you don't live in the same city. Maybe right. you don't have the parents around, or the parents have to work themselves. Like you work till sixty-seven now, right. and every both work. 
Yeah. <laughs> so everyone is working, working yeah. unless they 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 almost seventy, and then they cannot maybe support you that much <laughs> anymore. So, <laughs> so you have a lack of of support in 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 this sense. That makes it also, I think, difficult. And this is also what I think people will here experience. The more things get uh, divided or being alone, shared. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you share responsibilities, right? Mm -hmm. And at the time, did you? think that your childhood you how you were raised did you see that playing out like how you were being a father did you remember how you were raised how your parents raised you did that shape your style a little bit yeah it would be crazy if it wouldn't right. um, but i tried it consciously to to um, to be aware of it no before yeah. i had a child yeah I, i went through a whole process and i knew i want to have children but i don't want to to um, How do you say it? To to transport all the things my parents did on my child. Right. So I did. I knew. I I'm carrying those experiences and those behaviors. It's maybe also because of my studies. <laughs> That's true. Yeah? yeah. And I'm counselor, psychosocial counselor, also. So so I went to a whole another process. I think than a lot of people. Also like like this, what, what kind of process? At this age, I knew already where I was coming from. Yeah. I had. To like it's like self therapy you have to do when you when you when you learn it yeah. so you go through all the process that means you are aware of your your parents how they how they tried to teach you how um, how they treated you how what what they gave you yeah. as strengthen but also what are your weak points so I think I was in a lucky position again to be to, to be aware of all of that before I started having children. So you did this consciously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also I knew I would have to do some things differently because I'm not like my parents. For example, what would those be? Like what would those things that you wanted to do differently? For example, I experienced that, that, that amazing freedom. Mm -hmm. But I knew if you set some limitations, it's easier for the child. Right. Boundaries, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Boundaries, boundaries. We also had. They were not. They were not uh, communicated by talking. Right. But of course, you knew your boundaries. Sure. Yeah, we learned them also. It's uh, and your environment shows you your boundaries also. Yeah? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we have to stop. Go yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but still, you are right. It's it's about setting boundaries. So you have to set set some boundaries also. If you don't, for me, it's even though I know you, you don't need boundaries, but it's good. Right. Because then they have a boundary they can fight against. Correct. Yeah? Yeah. And they can do their experience. Right. If you don't have this boundary, you have to find it yourself where it is. Right. It's also possible, but it can, you know, turn out in, in both ways. Sure. So I think it's easier for a child if it has its, um, its boundaries and they are clear. And you tell them where they are going and then they can fight against it. So you, you wanted to do that differently, right? For your children. Yeah. Of course, they, they're not growing up in the same setting at all than, than I did. So. Different generation, different times. Yeah. And also, not I'm not running a, a city project where, where they're growing up freely inside. You know, they have other experiences. They do. We live abroad. We, they have the whole other whole other setup. Right. But still, there is some main, main things you want to try to do to raise them in a special way. I think I took a lot of A lot of things I learned from my parents I'm putting inside because I think they're great. Yeah. And then I'm adding some some stuff I think is great. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Uh, How do you guys pay attention to this part? Like, do you have a routine? 
to say, you know, my son is, you know, he's doing well in this, he's not doing well. How do we help him? How do you go about this between mm. you and your wife? Mm. Yeah, we are watching them closely, right? We are, especially because we are used to live in so many different places and have so many different experiences. We have to be, uh, I think, more aware because we have to check. It's not easy for a child to adapt to a new system. So tell me, where, where all have you lived? We have started in Germany and then yeah. we moved when they were pretty young. They were, I think, uh, three and five years old. Yeah, three and five. And then we moved to Congo. Yeah. So obviously they knew a little bit already, but they don't, they don't know anything. You know, if, if you not have lived there, you don't know anything. Exactly. So they had to adapt in a whole new, uh, new setting, a new language. They knew a little bit of French, for example, but then they had to relearn proper French. And uh, yeah, they had to adapt to this whole new situation that has nothing to do with their old environment. And uh, after Congo, uh, we, we went back to Germany for when we were stuck in Berlin. Wow. <laughs> and then we came to, um, to India. So also a whole other setting with completely different mindset, different culture, yeah. different culture um, lots of things. And then you have this COVID situation. Of course, we have to, we have to look after, after yeah. them. So yeah, we are, because you asked about the routine. So we, we're checking on them regularly. Everyone has its point where he is, where you will see him, something is developing, something is moving. Yep. So, and then we try to see how can we work out. Got it. So you, you can feel it with a child. If, if he's getting like Absolutely. unhappy or uh, things, are, things are not good and he's, he's like getting too emo emotional. Or, so we are working on that and uh, we tried also to do things then. It's not only seeing it, but uh, for example, um, one of uh, the middle child, Mattis, um, we saw him it's, that it was not easy to him to adapt here. So we sent him into, into a group sports and oh. we did that with both of them. But yeah. We put them into separate group, group sports because they, with COVID, they were so much used to be together now. Yep. So it was like their best friends. Right. Yeah, but it's difficult because they have to do other experiences with other kids. They That's cannot right. they cannot stay all the time together. Yep. So we put them into group sports so they have at least because school were closed so that they have a, a, some social interaction. Yeah, and and really some other experiences, not only with the brother or the sister. Yeah, that's fascinating. You say I we noticed that with our children as well. They got they got um, obviously very close to each other. They actually started sleeping together. They used to sleep separately. Mm -hmm. And with COVID and the schools shut, they started just sleeping together. Mm -hmm. um, and then you're right that they also got a little removed from other children um, because of the isolation, right? Yeah, and they, they are not. What I try to explain people a lot of times is when I work with children, it's like they, they, they experience everything and they know everything. It's not that they not, don't know what's going on. That's they know true. that uh, there is COVID and then the parents have to wear a mask and then everybody's anxious and nervous and the whole family is nervous. So they, they see everything. <laughs> we underestimate them they, often. They process it. Yeah. yeah, and they process it and they see everything, they feel everything. And if they're conscious enough, and I think they are already conscious really young, so they, 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 they know it also. They may, right. might not talk about it all the time, but right. they know what's going on. <laughs> Good point, absolutely. Yeah. We and so underestimate that a little bit. We underestimate them. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think this, this discussion has to be in public also. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because they're going through the same process than we are going. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we fully appreciated uh, 
I, I mean, honestly, I don't really know uh, how much uh, they went through, right? You know that there's been profound life-changing and all of that stuff at a high level. Mm. But uh, I wouldn't know how much uh, change that has happened in their, inside their own minds and their own thinking uh, the last 20 months. It doesn't affect everyone the same way. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> there is some, some resilience in, in people. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, and it depends a lot, I think, of the environment you give them. It's yeah. it's hard work. Let's let's be honest. It's like crazy work, like to keep them busy and keep them healthy in in those times. It's like for every parent, is is crazy. Yeah. Because schools were shut, they were not allowed to play. Um, so you had to do everything. You had to be the teacher, the mother, the father, yeah. the caregiver, everything. Yeah. Everything. The therapist. Everything. And you cannot right. because you have to look after yourself also. So obviously there will be some, they will lack of something, right. but it doesn't mean that it will affect their lives. Right, right. Yeah, but still it, it will affect in any, in, in, in some way it will affect something, but yeah. we, we will only see that in a few years. Right, right, absolutely. But um, yeah, it was, I think for all the parents, it was like really a, a big challenge. Yeah. And... So changing uh, changing topic a little bit, right? There's mm -hmm. another uh, issue that keeps coming in our mind. There's always a mental struggle, right, or conflict. Um, you talked about your parents giving you freedom, but being there for you, and it's not science, right? There mm -hmm. is no science formula that you can apply. How much to be involved, and how much to let go, right? Because you know that you're raising children to be self-dependent and independent and so forth. Uh, at the same time, you want to protect them mm -hmm. and there's always a ba balance. So how do you approach that where you let go of your own fear, right? That my child will be in danger or whatever, not just physical, but otherwise. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's the stuff I'm working with also. Um, so, yeah, I think as a, chi a child is, is developing nat naturally, so not at the same speed. So I think we have to adapt ourselves at, 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 the, at the stage the child is. So it can be a, can be a three-year-old. One is still not, not really independent and one other child is like really independent. Right. It's not so much depending on the parents. But then you will ask, why is he so much in advance? But it's because development doesn't happen in the same speed for everyone. That's right. And it doesn't mean that at, at 12 years, they are not on the same level. It's just that they're not growing at the same speed in the same areas of the brain and the body. Yep. So uh, there's, there is development at, at every stage. So I think you have to watch your children and, and then decide. And uh, not, I think... You cannot have the same approach for all your children, right? It's uh, one will be more independent than the other one, and one needs more protection, and the other one le needs less protection. Yeah, you have to watch them, and then you try your best. I mean, you will not figure it out a hundred percent, anyways. Right, right, absolutely. It so will. Do you let, uh, like, do you do something consciously, like, to let, for example, your older one? Do you like uh, let him make some decisions himself, or do you send him somewhere that he can? Kind of go and come back independently and things like that? Yeah, we do it a lot. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we try, to, of course, we try to push them into independence. It's also for us a good thing as a parent because you cannot have like children all the time being dependent on you. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, unless they they have some disease or something, and you cannot change it. But if right. if, if, if you have the power to 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 bring them forward in into independence, you will do it. Right. Yeah. Because so I, what, what do you what, like? Can you sh- share some things that you do? Yeah. For example, when we, comes to your mind. Yeah, when we came here, of course, a new environment. For example, in India, and also where the place we're living at, um, we sent them to the store alone. Gave them money. They didn't know anything about the system, but they they figured it out Ooh. together. Yeah. And then now the little one, the, the not the little one, but the, the five year old is is going alone. His brother is also going alone here around. If you send them to the shop, they will buy some things alone. That's cool. Yeah, and um, they go. And to, they're able to like buy, pay the money. Yes, yes. They that's, that's and cool. we tried from the beginning. We started it. So also that was one reason why we put them into sports. Yeah. If they can go alone there, they go alone. The older one is going alone. He takes his bottle of water and his basketball and he goes to basketball. Of course, we have to, to, to say to the listeners that we're in a, in a compound, right? Right. They're not taking the bus. They're not out in the city. They're not out in the city taking the public transport. Right. But but in the boundaries, they uh, in, the yeah. in the community, they 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 can they can do do things now. And uh, the next step was going going to school by themselves with a school bus. Yeah. Now they're going. They're walking to the school bus alone. They're taking the bus alone. They go to school alone. They come back alone. So uh, yeah, I think this is that's great. Yeah, the, yeah, the things you try to. To push them to be to be independent or to do their breakfast on their own, to to prepare the breakfast on their own. Are like, they doing it? If you are, if you ask them, yes, they're happy if I do it. But yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> but they are able to do it. So so we let them do it sometimes. Yeah, a little sandwich here or some cereal and some milk, right? Yeah, sometimes yeah. if I don't want to do it, I tell you're old enough. Grab grab your bowl, take your cornflakes, take your bread, take your yeah. your jam, and you and you do it on your own. Or, yeah. Yeah, we try also to to have them like like self responsibility and, and like tidying up their room. And of course, we're in a lucky position; we have someone that helps. Yeah, yeah. But but still, we we tell them, okay, now the room is dirty. Nobody will clean it for you. You now you you put your stuff away. Yeah. You bring the laundry back and uh, all those things. Yeah, we try to 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 have them like 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 independent. That's great. Yeah, it's also for us. It's not only for them. It's, right. it's a little bit selfish because, because it's, it's, it helps both right? parents and children. And you cannot be, you will be a parent for the rest of your life anyways. Yeah. Yes, Hopefully. Yeah. 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 So this means at one point you have to, to help them to grow out of, of your responsibility. Yeah. Agreed. Because otherwise you will always be, you will always have a child depending on you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, was, uh, I was raised very protected. Uh, very Indian tradition, right? Uh, shielder, protector, lots of help. And I can feel the limitation of that and I constantly battle that. Right? My, own, my, my immediate temptation is always to seek help, right? Even though I, I can do something myself. And even at this age, in my 40s, mm-hmm. I still battle that because these childhood experiences are so deeply you know, ingrained into you. It's hard to shake it off, right? Uh, yeah, and we say always, we separated it now. We tell it now it's childhood. Yeah. But you are just a grown child. That is true. Yeah. Nothing changed. You just grew up. You just, yeah. You're the same person. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a good point. We, we take it as it were like, this is another person there. Right. 
And it's not. It's you like it's the same person. That's true. That's true. That's yeah. the same person. And if you had it till you were 18, 20 years, let's say you are, I'm under 40. Yeah. <laughs> so it would be like more than half of my life. Yeah. Right? It depends when you leave home, your parents. And then, and then it's a whole process to get, to get yourself free of all those things. Yeah. <laughs> if, you don't, if you have to. And yeah. It's not necessarily, but uh, yeah. yeah. And it's not separated. That's what we, what we do now a little bit. We say, okay, this is a childhood. You had these experiences there. And now as an adult, you had these experiences. But it's, you had the same experience. It's one continuum. Yeah, it's the same person, same experience. Yeah. Other age. Right. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And a lot of people forget that, that they were young. Yeah. They say, I was a child. Yeah, of yeah, you were you were younger. Right, yeah. that's a very good, very very good perspective. Yeah, we often uh, ignore that. It's almost as if they're two different human beings, right? That's how yeah, of, of three separate lives. Like yeah. I was, a, uh, I was a child, then I was a teenager, yeah. and then I was an adult, and then I had this and this and this. Yeah. But um, yeah, if if you see it as a process, there is only one one being, right? Yeah, cool. That's great. Um, I, you know, um, particularly in the last 20 months and even before that, you know, a lot of working parents, particularly fathers, you know, we have this notion of from the old age, right? The father used to be the caregivers, uh, sorry, the bread breadwinners, right? The providers, quote unquote, and the moms used to be the caregivers. Now, obviously, generations have changed. The roles have changed, but there's still some notion. And, and I think about it from an Indian perspective. Uh, again, with with a lot of change, there's still a cultural notion that uh, the moms are the primary parent, right? And uh, fathers are parents; they have a role, but most of the parenting lens is through the lens of mom. Um, which, again, without making any judgment, uh, I'm wondering what are your thoughts on. How does that, how should that work out? And how should fathers look at their roles? Just from your own experience. Yeah, we're a whole new generation, right? With this idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we are, it's the generations after us that will tell us how it was. <laughs> but we're trying out now. We, we're trying new things, I think. Um, so if you see a lot, it's, even though in, in Germany and other countries, I think also in Europe, it's getting more normal, but it's still not normal. So these roles are still still there. And I, I can't tell you if it's good or bad. Right. But these yeah, yeah. roles are still there. So uh, you will see a lot of parents, they go on parental leave for one month or two months and they use it for traveling and they call it they were on parental leave. <laughs> see? So right, right, right. Yeah. it's always a little bit, is it really changing a lot? I think yes, because some are doing it like, I'm staying at home. I know others that are staying at home with their children. Dads. Dads, dads. Yeah, that are staying at home with their children. Um, Does Jane being at home make you a mom? No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah? Yeah. It's a no. It's still the dad. Right. Yeah, you do things differently. And I don't think we should get twisted. We cannot be the mom. Right. Yeah, I will not replace my wife. And that's not my intention. Exactly. Yeah, I'm me. I'm I'm the father and I do things like I do them. It might not be like my wife wanted to have. (laughs) Or as the, let's say, as the culture or or I don't know what want the father to be or the the father now to take the role of the mother. I think it doesn't work. Right. For me, it's clear. You have the father at home. That's the only difference. Right. Yeah, and the father does, of course, there's the same duties. But you will do it in a different way. 
and of course we also come from this era where where it was clear like this is the breadwinner me maybe a little bit less because i grew up with a lot of freedom and a lot of women working already right. my mother worked and so both parents worked and they tried but it's their generation their effort and what they achieved right this this years like the 90s 80s 90s where they where they fight it against the system and uh, they brought the possibilities for us now to do it yeah absolutely and to try it and yeah. we're trying it and we'll see in a few years how how this all works out it's like yeah. it's i think you know what happens uh when there is when the mother dies for example right the father still can take care that's right of his children and he can grow some good children out of it so <laughs> even yeah. even without a mother yeah. so we are all i think one kind replaceable also of course they will miss something but it doesn't mean they will not be like proper good adults that that can manage their life in a good way right yeah so um uh, that's exactly what i experienced right in the last 20 months i've been home my wife denise she's been going mm-hmm. out so in some sense the the scale tilted towards me because i was home kids were home so you do the routines but you also start to you know think about homework and getting stuff done Mm-hmm. getting them uh, ready and all of that you know subconsciously or just uh, subtly these roles changed and i realized that uh, it's it's not easy what a lot of moms do right which you kind of take it for granted uh, if you are a you know if you are a father who's going out and moms are home i realized how difficult it is uh, balancing and doing pulling everything together getting through the whole day uh and i just had a whole new appreciation for for this part of parenting you know and it's it's so great and i think that happens for a lot of people when they are at home with their children yeah and they have consciously to spend time with them yeah, yeah. exactly and not just be there yeah yeah not be there everybody can be there correct <laughs> i can sit there i can be children yeah. i cannot take care of them so we together but i didn't make them grow up in one yeah. another way but i think yeah it's also it's also not he- not easy because it's a kind of a trap especially for a woman because now they have to work and for the society they still have to fill the mother role that is true that expectation is there the same expectation is there now they should also take care of their children and of their husband it's not only the children <laughs> yeah, yeah because if your mother will ask how how, how is she treating you right. especially i think in india and lot of, lot, yeah. lot of other countries it's not only india, india yeah, yeah. Uh, and and uh, so so now she got three roles yeah. i mean before it was not easy right it was difficult yeah but now you have to plus work so yeah it makes it even more more difficult yeah but for me i think we don't shouldn't think so much into roles so people are really focused on roles 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 mother father role yeah. role role it's duty so what what do we have to do we have to share some some and, of, and it's a teamwork it's a teamwork yeah see yourself as a team yeah and the one can stay the father also in a, in in, a, in in this role thinking yeah yeah it doesn't mean can be head of the family in one way yeah there can there can be some some respect or some i don't know some tradition still i think it's not a problem it's it's about sharing sharing all the things you do and sharing responsibilities and um, sharing the experiences i think it's more about that yeah i think people are too That's much it's a great way to think about it because if you just get out of this whole rules and this is your part this, this is, is trapping part. us yeah this is trapping us it puts ourselves again in in a in a bad position because we have to choose yeah 
And then as a father, you are the mother. <laughs> but what is this? I'm still the father. I'm just, I'm just taking care of my kids. Yeah, yeah? it's a very, very good point. Yeah. And uh, this is, I think this is a, like, a, like a huge, um, huge thing to discuss in society yeah. that, that, will, that will be there. Because it's not clear. Of course, it's not clear. We're trying new things. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And and for me, what is important is coming away from this role thing. Yeah. So what is be? There's a lot of things behind, of course. What is being a woman? What is being a man? What describes it to be a man? What describes it to be a woman? You can see it. You're a woman. You're a man. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, that's it. You should just move on. And, yeah. And now you do things, and you do things. Yeah. You work. You work. You drive a car. You drive a car. Yeah. Everything I can do, she can do. Yeah. For example, with, with me and my wife, I was always like, she can do all the things I can do. Right. Why shouldn't she drive a truck? Yeah. yeah if we had to transport something, like, like, let's say we moved out of one place, she can also drive it. Right. Yeah. It's not because I'm a man, I have to drive the truck. Yeah. So I don't, well, it's also dependent on the person of yourself. Do you care about it? Are you, are you frustrated if you're not doing the man role? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> and then it also influences uh, the thing is like you said right our kids are watching us as well yeah of course so the more you think about this as a teamwork and you know blur the boundaries and not have these hats or rules that you wear then like your parents showed you the path to have be an equal partner and you know there's not much difference between a man and a woman you're carrying that and you're expanding that idea hmm. um so I think your, your children are lucky to, to watch that and that'll shape the, who they become as well. Yeah, and I think you can stay clear still it's in, in, in your role. Yeah. It doesn't mean you have to switch. You can, you have to, <laughs> there's one word, you have to be real, right? You have to be yourself. That is true. Yeah. 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 Not trying to be the mother. You are the father. And if you, I don't know, if you have like more testosterone and getting more angry, then you're getting more angry. <laughs> Yeah? yeah, you don't have to be soft then all the time, or those right. things, or, or trying to hide some things that you are not. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like you're not the diff you're a different person from. So it's two different persons. People will see that, and your children also would see that. It's yeah, yeah. I think there is a, yeah, there's still some still some clear clear lines that you have in your family. That's a great point. Absolutely. Last, we're getting to towards the end of our discussion now. Mm -hmm. uh, last couple of questions. What would you tell, you know, again, my focus is uh, on having this conversation with, with fathers, right? Dads and, you know, how they're thinking about this experience. What would you tell dads who are kind of, you know, getting obviously always pulled on the work side. There's always pressure to, on the work front, whether you're running a business or you're working for, for a company. Uh, and there's you know, they're struggling with um, carving out that time and energy on the parenting part. What would you tell the dads on how they should think about it so that they, they are happy, they're fulfilled, and they're not struggling, that they're not able to spend time or attention to with their children? Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I think this is a, a big issue for, for all of us. I mean... It has a lot of lot to do with uh, how does if you're not self-employed because that's always difficult you work for yourself yeah so then it's really really hard of course you can decide also on your own when yeah. you take your time for your kids or not yeah but if it means you cannot feed your family it's not possible we have to be honest it's it's 
if you need that money, that's not yeah. possible. You just have to go through it. That's true. And there is there will all be always be some disadvantages for the children. And the mother has to take if she's not working, she has to take more more uh, part of it or maybe you have an uncle that comes visiting or other you don't have to be the the, the male role model for everything right. there can be other adults that shape their lives like ad, uh, other other men mm. huh? you can have your brother often there sure, sure. playing with them or uh, i don't know this nephew or cousin or uncle or i don't know what right. because we have to be honest at some point sometimes we have to work yeah i think we cannot avoid it and this will make a lot of people also ill. If you try to manage all of that, if you know you have the pressure that you have to earn money to yeah. make your, your living for your family, and then you have also, they, they want you also to take care of your children, like in a, a lot of time, you know what I mean? Yeah. But if you're free on weekends, you can always spend time with your children. Right. I, I don't think they have a problem with it. If they see you on weekends and you consciously take time for them, that's right. I think that's the point. You have Even if it's only 10 minutes in the afternoon or 20 minutes or half an hour, if you want to and you have the time, you spend it consciously and then uh, I think then it's fine. That's a very good point, yeah. I mean, it's, not, it's not about how much time you spend, it's about the quality. Yeah, of, they, they yeah. call it quality time yeah. now. Yeah, but, uh, and conscious uh, attention and real engagement and conversation. Yeah, and calm down from work and don't... I think what is also important is not, not transporting all the experiences we do through the day yeah. and, and then pulling them on the children. Right. I had a bad day with my colleagues and then of course I have to take time 10 minutes before I talk to my children. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know what go to go to go to run in the gym or I don't know what yeah. to get be get it off your system. Yeah. yeah, get it off the system and then and then I go talk to them because they had the whole whole other experience the whole day. Yeah. Maybe they stressed out from school. You stressed out from work and then you come together it will not be quality time. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And you as an adult should should definitely be mindful of that. Because they can't. Because they can't be. Yeah. In, not in the same way we do. Of exactly. course, you can, you can help them with some activities and stuff, but yeah. uh, it's not not in the same way. And this is also a big trap, you know. It's like you, you cannot fulfill every role at the same time, the same amount of time. Yeah. Depends on what position you are in. You can, it's like with, I think with careers, the same, it's the same thing. Yeah. One has to push through. Yeah. Very good point. It's not possible to have at the same time, let's say at the same time. Maybe when, when once you reach the point you wanted to go, yeah. you can take time again. Yeah, you can pull back a little. And then, for example, your wife can go on. Right. Yeah. Or yeah. you have to you have to find a way because it's not I think it's not possible to have like everything in the same time, in the same moment. All the time. All the time and having like both a big career. Yeah. So obviously you cannot take care of your children. Yeah. If you're traveling internationally, like like seven, eight months a year. Higher business position? How 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 do you want to do it? You can try to cope with like now we have we're in a lucky position now. We have like the smartphones, we can yeah, virtual virtual, we can see them really, we have like we can text them wherever they are, we can really call them and see them with video and, yeah. and all those things all over the world. So I think there's a lot of things you can do, you have to try to. Yeah. But of course you cannot replace the time. Right. That's maybe that's maybe a point that uh Everybody should see, think about, right? Yeah, absolutely. The, the problem is the time you will not get back. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah? And, what, and they grow up fast. Yeah. If you're like in a workflow and everything, like five years is nothing. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And then you see them five years later, they from... But people sometimes forget what, what I tell them a lot when I work is, you see this 13-year-old, he's still a child. But in five years, he's an adult. 
what we consider an adult from from age. He's eighteen. So it's crazy. It's it's fast. It's not a not a long time period. No, it's yeah. it's it's twenty not even twenty years of their life. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. my son who's ten. He's actually I was thinking that he's already spent more time with us than he will uh, because if eighteen he goes to college, right? Mm-hmm. He's already spent ten years with us, and there's only eight more left. Yeah, right. And so it's it's time. It's time you will not get back anything, but it's a society decision, right? Or not a, not a decision, but a process. Because you have also to have this mindset with the employees. That they, have, they must have the possibilities, for example, to give you one, one month off or something to yeah. spend time with your children without having like a, a career problem afterwards. Yeah. yeah? Or, or taking a parental leave for both, both parents. Both mom and dad, yeah. 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 And if it's okay to have parental leave for the for the man and the woman, then it's fine. Then you can go on parental leave. Yeah. Then you spend time with your children. Of course, if you can afford it. And but I think it's worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth it because you will never get the time back you spend with the children. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. So. Uh, well, Antoine, I know we can talk about this for a long time, uh, but f- fascinating discussion. Thanks so much for sharing your thoughts. I learned a lot um, and hopefully we'll get to do this again. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Really interesting conversation. Thank you. Thanks so much. So here are my learnings from this episode with Antoine. How we should actively connect children with nature in order for them to develop compassion for our community and our world. How we should let go of our own need to handhold our children and give them independence even if they fail or falter. And that as dads, you should try and carve out time for your children, but at the same time, not feel guilty about doing what you need to do, because you can't be all for everything, for everyone. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. I'll see you on the next episode.